bitching, moaning, whining, and complaining. It's super annoying. And while we often think of complaining as a negative behavior, research suggests it can actually be good for our mental health and well-being. So, is complaining really all that bad? Today, we'll explore the science behind why complaining might not be so bad after all. But first, this is the FitMass where together, we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach. He lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. Zach, I couldn't get your voice out of my head last weekend. I was, that sounds terrible. Uh, I don't even know what the I don't even know what the context is, it, but it, that sounds horrible. And I wasn't even listening to our show, so it was just your voice was just there. But uh, I, I was I was having kind of a rough time, and I was asked by a friend, "What's going on? You okay?" And I gave sort of the typical, "Eh, yeah, I'm all right." And and the response was, "Yeah, it seems like it. What's going on?" <laughs> and I said, "You know, I don't want to complain." I just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not do that as much. It just, it feels like a waste of time. And keep in mind, this is a seed that is planted by all of the readings of, of Ryan Holiday that I do, where he talks about Marcus Aurelius and how he thinks complaining is a complete waste of time. Uh, he even wrote, never be caught complaining even to yourself. And so that's something I'm trying to hang on to is this idea of just like, don't complain, focus on what you can control, focus on solutions to the problems rather than just dwelling and dumping on people and wham, wham, poor me, you know, woe is me. And uh, my friend, mutual friend of ours said to me, I completely disagree with that. There's loads (laughs) of value in complaining, like getting that stuff out helps you process it, helps you get clear on how to find the solution. And so where your voice popped into my head to counter Marcus Aurelius and our mutual friend was you going, yeah, dummy, question your beliefs. <laughs> so here yes. I am questioning, why am I clinging to this idea of not complaining? Why is it so important to me to be right about this? Mm-hmm. Partially because it's from a pretty smart guy from a long time ago who wrote some pretty good stuff. So I'm trying to like, you know, follow the leader on this. But ultimately, I mean, I, I generally feel better after I vent and after I complain. I mean, I, I do it with you enough. Mm-hmm. So why, it, it, it just struck me again, uh, just all the stuff we talk about here, questioning your beliefs and, and all the people that we follow. And so I was curious, I, I was looking forward to recording today because I want to get your take on complaining. Does complaining have value for you? Absolutely. So I would have said the same thing. I, I disagree. Like I think complaining has its place. It gets things off of your chest. It really does. Like I feel 10 times better if I'm really frustrated, like just venting it out there, Mm -hmm. not looking for a solution. I'm not dwelling in it. I'm not doing anything. And it's never anything that I can control. Mm -hmm. You have been the recipient of many of my (laughs) vents over the last year as I've gone through this whole, you know, divorce process. Mm -hmm. It gets it off your chest. Yeah. I think there's a great deal of value in it. Now, where I think he's right is... Once you've gotten it off your chest, you're done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like you've gotten it off your chest. It's out of your control. You've either complained to a person who will listen or you've complained to a person who has the power to make a change to what you're complaining about. Mm-hmm. And then you got to step back and say, okay, I've complained. I've done my thing. Either it's going to change or it's not going to change, but either way, I'm going to accept it. And that's for outside control things, right? Right. For things outside of, if it's something that you can control, Like if I'm sitting here complaining that I can't lose weight or complaining that 
my car is not inspected right now because I haven't made the appointment to get the tint removed from the front windows. <laughs> That's a right? very specific example. It is one that is, <laughs> is bothering me because my car is technically not legal at the moment. Right? That's on me. I don't complain about it, though. Yeah. I really don't because that's on me. So if it's something that I do have direct control over, again, complaining for a venting session to get it out, like, oh, man, I just need to talk to you about this thing because it's overwhelming and I, I have to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to complain. I think complaining has a great deal of value in our mental health. Yeah. I think stuffing it down and saying, well, I can't change it, so I might as well just ignore it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's unhealthy, personally. I, I, I agree with many, many things that Marcus Aurelius says. <laughs> but not this one. He's off his rocker. I think he lives in a different time. <laughs> I think I think he's partially right, but I mm -hmm. think there's value in both sides. So the the other point in the conversation where the, the questioning of that belief really rang true is I was like, how many thousands of dollars in, in therapy have you spent to go sit on your therapist's couch or get on a Zoom call and just mm -hmm. unload your shit on him? And then every time you're like, oh, that's weird. I feel better. So, yeah. I mean, I it's I don't know what to do with it other than like you're saying, I think that perhaps there is more value than I'm giving it credit for. Perhaps it's a change I was trying to make that I don't need to make, or, or maybe I went too extreme. And so I think where I'm landing is worry less about complaining and worry more about how long you're hanging on to the complaining, particularly about those, those external things. So maybe I need to just like set a timer. Like if I'm going to complain, like if somebody wants to know what's going on, okay, I'm, I'm going to set the clock. You get, you know, eight minutes or something. I'm, I'm just going to blah, eight minutes, it comes out. And then that's it. I move on. I find the solutions based on the clearer head, the settled dust, whatever it is to feel better. Yeah. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, honestly, at work or even, even in my personal life, whenever somebody has a problem and they start talking about the problem, they are complaining mm -hmm. and to, you know, to some extent. Right. And I sit there and just ask questions and talk people through. I don't even talk them through it. I just ask questions <laughs> and they end up talking themselves through it. So, I mean, there is research on vocalizing your thoughts and vocalizing right. the things that are going through your head. And it gives you this different interpretation of them. And I've seen so many people sit there going, oh, I'm so frustrated. I can't figure this out. I can't do it. Just, uh. And then they start talking about it. And your brain fires in different directions, different paths, because you have to actually take what's in your head, translate it into words mm -hmm. and pop it out. And it creates different solutions that you never would have thought of if you hadn't complained. So there's a lot of value in complaining to figure out the solution, to vent it off of your chest, but don't dwell on it. What's funny too is when you do turn the feelings or the, the frustration, whatever, when you do turn it into words and you share it with particularly somebody trained in, in this kind of stuff, they can hear you articulating your own limiting beliefs. They can hear mm -hmm. you saying things that don't even really make sense. You're using some weird analogy or some weird colorful thing. I had, I had an experience with a therapist once where uh, I was talking about how I, you know, I've, I've lived in darkness for so long that I struggle with being in the light. And she's like, what the fuck does that even mean? And I was like, it's <laughs> a star Wars reference. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. But she was right. The more we talked it through, the more we got to the heart of like, 
just, I, I was struggling to articulate my needs, right? Like that, that was really what was going on, but I had this big grandiose illusion about how mm-hmm. I live my life. And she's like, that's bullshit. Let's, let's use real words. Like what's really going on here. So I like your therapist. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. She, she's challenging. It's good. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I, I'm coming around on this. I do see the value. And the other thing that's lighting up for me, and it's, this happens so often when we have these conversations, which I guess is proving the point even further. How often do we talk about vulnerability and sharing mm-hmm. what's going on with yourself so that other people can feel that connection and see that you're a real human being and have the same struggles that they do and how it actually creates bonds and brings people closer together. So yeah, I guess I'm just going to go all in and all I'm going to do from now on is complain. That's, that's just, well, it. I'm not going to say anything other than what's wrong. I'm going to cry constantly and just bitch about all of my problems. Again, let's, let's, <laughs> let's not, let's not go all the way in one way or the other. I think just in reading Marcus Aurelius around that topic and, and what you've been telling me, like the one thing that pops into my head is the way that you and I were raised as men to stuff it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it hurts. No, 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 no. You don't talk about it hurting. Oh, your arm is bleeding. Whatever. Rub some dirt in it. I mean, literally in my house, a Band-Aid was tissues and electrical tape. <laughs> that was a Band-Aid. Jesus Christ. That's all I hear when I hear that phrase. And I'm just like, there, like I said, there's two parts to it. There's so much value in the complaining. Once you've complained though, once you've unloaded, once you've let it out there, you do have to go, okay, I've gotten it off my chest. Now I'm going to step back and I'm not going to let that bother me anymore because you don't stuff that down. You've done it a healthy way. So now don't complain about that same thing again because then you're what? What's the definition of crazy? Uh, yeah, just doing the same doing thing the over same and over thing, again and expecting same a thing result. over yeah. and over. Yeah. So don't continue to complain about it. Get it off your chest or go find a solution. Fix it. But yeah, definitely complain. I would, I mean, dude, how often do we get on a call <laughs> where we're like, okay, we got to bust out a quick podcast here. And then an hour goes by and we haven't recorded anything. <laughs> we're just bitching. And you're, and you're just like, wow, you got a lot going on, man. Right? <laughs> I always regret not recording those and just posting those. Cause that's as real as it gets. I don't think anyone wants to hear <laughs> Nobody the wants details to hear it, of my yeah. life. No. Well, I'm glad you're turning a corner. I, I I mean, we talk about this all the time about what are our beliefs. And I do the same thing too. Like I read a book and I'm like, oh, here's a thing. Mm-hmm. And like with health and wellness, right? Oh, here's a thing. Well, I'm going to go in 110% on this and I'm going to go all the way and no one will ever talk me out of the fact that this is healthy and good for me when in reality, it's like a 50-50 thing. Mm-hmm. It depends on the person, right? This is one of those things. Like it sounds good. It makes you feel better if you are complaining a lot, right? If you if you want to step back and not be that guy. Yeah. But, you know, in everything that we do, question, question that, is this right for me, right? Mm-hmm. For some people, complaining might be really good. Yeah. For some people, complaining might actually drive them down into a bad place. I've seen people complain to the point where they get spun up and spun up and spun up and yeah. spun up yeah. and then bad things happen. So, you know, take it, look at it. For yourself, question that belief. Why do I believe this? Is this right for me? Right? Should I be eating whole wheat bread or white bread? Should I complain or not complain? Right. Or a little bit of both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was interesting bringing it back to the conversation that sparked this conversation. The number of times where I was venting about things that felt like 
they were beyond my control, that they were external. And to have that mirror reflected back of, uh, no dummy, that's on you. You're mm-hmm. that's, that's your problem. That's your reaction. That's your not taking responsibility. That's your not doing the thing that could solve it. And instead sitting there and feeling crappy about it and just letting it eat you alive. And then f- telling me you're not going to complain about it. That's moronic. Like, so I'm glad mm-hmm. that you're now venting because now I can tell you it is your fault and you can do something about it. So go do something about it. Yeah. And that's the worst part too. When you are complaining about something and the other person's like, you know, that's your problem, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, no, it's not. And then you start complaining about how they're wrong and, Mm -hmm. and all that. It's a vicious cycle. It really is. It is. But I always feel better after I've done a good bitch session. People pay good money for it. So there, it it must have value because it does. We pay money to do it. So, yeah. So, I I mean, I never thought that I would say this, but I completely, I I totally disagree with Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Turns out perhaps he's wrong. Clearly he's a bumbling idiot then (laughs) in everything, (laughs) right? Because we're just going to, we're going to go that route. I'm going to burn every book I have that has anything to do with his name because he's wrong about this one thing. I joke, but we all do that. Like there's been a couple of people who I followed where like one thing that they've said is off Mm -hmm. from what I believe, what I truly believe. And I wouldn't follow along with it. And then I discredited everything they said after that. Yeah. I do like the same this, thing. Like black and white thinking is, is it has no place in the growth that we're talking about, the growth that we want for ourselves. Right. It's it really all, doesn't. It's all about taking the pieces of the puzzle that fit into what you're trying to do and making them fit. All right. Well, I could complain and complain and whine and uh, bitch and moan even more, but I'm not going to because you don't want to hear that. And I don't want to do it, even though I'm trying to open myself up to more complaining. That's Thank because you. you complained right before the show. That's true. I did get some of it off my chest before we got here. So there's that part of it. But that is going to do it for this episode of The Fit Mess. We'll talk more about this in our next newsletter, which you can get by subscribing to it in the link in the show notes for this episode. And those are at thefitmess.com. That's where we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Thanks for listening. See you, everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.